0: Well hello and haven't we got something very exciting for you. My goodness me, that's what she said has been a phenomenal start to my podcasting world and thank you so much to so many of you that have been involved with the journey. We are releasing a new mindset mini-series, a course of really formative topics and subjects that are common questions that I get asked by my clients. Themes that come up with the women that I work with with who are struggling definitely with these areas I'm not saying that these themes are exclusive to women not by any means however my coaching is founded on identity and establishing sense of self and I'm a woman Therefore, I talk from a woman's perspective, and it's a pretty important part of my identity and of my client's identity as well. In order to support a wider audience, I've created this mini-series for you to listen to and indulge yourselves in a little self-discovery. Knowing you're not alone in your thinking is so important to being part of a community. And trust me, you are not the only one who feels the way that you do. Here's what to look out for. Every week, I'll be releasing a mini mindset podcast focusing on one of these fundamental topics, the ones that a lot of my clients struggle with. I'll discuss some of the theories associated with the topics, my findings from working with countless professional females, and these topics are really juicy, things like guilt, sense of self, purpose, friendship, social norms, sex, business, trust, nature, resilience, judgment, they're all things that come up very often in my sessions. There are some coaching questions along the way designed to prompt you into reflection and eventually into action, and you can get involved by subscribing, downloading, telling a friend, having a pen and pad at the side of you when you're listening, and checking out some of the resources available to you on my social media sites. If you like the idea of a like-minded community, have a think about checking out the Collective of Extraordinary Women, which opens its doors twice a year to a new cohort of members, or just enjoy this mini-series. It really is an eye-opening experience to learn about yourself and one that is so important to your happiness and living a life that you love. In today's episode we are talking all things foundations I am a firm believer in taking control and being proactive about our lives. And therefore, we need to understand what actually constitutes our life, what actually makes up our life. And we know that when we're born, we need a certain number of things in order to thrive. We need a certain number of things in order to survive as well. And what I find in the entrepreneurial world is people setting out on a journey to thrive before they are surviving. And today I'm going to be talking about those things that help us to survive and build those foundations so that we can thrive. It's a massive massive drain on energy. And I'm going to go as far as to say it's it's a big mistake to be aiming for thriving, to be showing up, whether that's on social media, whether that's in front of your clients, whether that's um, uh, giving seminars or lectures. If you are putting yourself out there, and if you are, like we say, pouring from an empty cup, at some point down the line, there is going to be a problem that exists for you. So in this episode, I'm going to outline what I consider to be the important foundational pieces of being a human being so that you can be in a, a really strong place in order to survive and then thrive. So the first thing is sleep hygiene. Sleep hygiene is Hugely important. A massive, massive referral needs to be made here to the wonderful Matthew Walker who writes Why We Sleep. It's an eye opening experience, <laughs> pardon the pun, not an eye closing experience. It's an eye opening experience for people to understand the true biology around sleep and what is happening in our bodies when we are sleeping well. There is such a good thing as good and bad sleep, which He explains in the book. So it is crucial to your well being. And if you're not prioritizing good sleep hygiene, and I'll talk about what that is exactly in a second, if that's not a priority for you, then that's one of the core pillars of the foundations that's going to lead to shaky, a shaky building, a shaky you on top of it. So Sleep hygiene actually means that you are preparing yourself for a good night's sleep and you are coming out of your sleep well as well. So going into your sleep and coming out of your sleep, I like to call bookending. I'm going to ask you a coaching question, which is how are you bookending your sleep? What are you doing the hour before you go to sleep and the hour when you wake up? Because those two hours are integral to you gaining that proactivity, that control that you feel when you go to bed. And for those of you who do struggle with sleeping, who suffer from insomnia, etc., I am no sleep expert. However, I do know that if we are in a place where we are comfortable, where we are relaxed, where we aren't stimulated that, that can really help. So that hour before you go to sleep, I want you to ask yourself, what is it exactly that you're doing in that hour before you go to sleep? Do you have a routine or are you doing something different every single night? Are you creating a bit of screen time that is actually going to impact your sleep routine just before you go to bed? You know, I know so many couples and I've been the same where we've watched an episode of something before we go to sleep. It's that winding down experience. Well, a lot of research suggests that that isn't a great way to wind down. So ask yourself, what are you doing for that hour before you go to sleep? And what are you doing the hour when you wake up? Because the hour when you wake up sets yourself into a frame of mind that helps you for the rest of your day. So, bookending your day is a really, really important part of this foundational process. And science tells us of huge damage to the brain if we don't sleep between seven to eight hours per night. Tracking your sleep hygiene will help you to understand your patterns of mood and energy and the impact that having a decent night's sleep is having on you. The next core pillar for your foundations is hydration hydration is so important and again we pay a lot of slip service to hydration and we don't actually look at how much we are drinking now you can buy one of those fancy bottles with the line markers down the front which tells you you know how much you've drunk and they are quite helpful actually You know, I do jest, but you don't need to spend money in order for this to become a priority. Set an alarm. Every time your alarm goes, drink a glass of water. Aim to be drinking eight glasses of water during your day to start off with. The first few days of doing this if you're not a regular water drinker um, involve quite a lot of trips to the toilet especially if you're a woman of a certain age that's had children I have to say Uh, but you will soon adjust and uh, we need good quality water as well to keep us functioning at our best. That doesn't mean you have to buy expensive water however wherever you can drinking water out of glass rather than plastic bottles drinking water that has got good mineral content in it is also very very important because if you drink pure water that has been stripped of its mineral content when it goes into your body it strips your body of that mineral content to create water that has minerals in it that you then flush out when you go for a wee. So make sure that the quality of the water that you're drinking is really good. I use a um, a zero filter, which filters my tap water. And I then add certain salts to that water to create a combination of minerals in that water that helps my body. I've done a lot of research into it. Again, I'm no expert. But I'm sure if you look on my socials, you'll find some information about the water that I drink. The third pillar is nutrition. And again, it's so easily said, isn't it? Eat better, live better. What we put into our bodies is what we are. Um, but it's so true. I am an absolute massive culprit of loving a chocolate bar or two or three um, and eating things, you know, and grabbing stuff at short notice because I haven't prepared for my day. I this is something that I personally am working on. So keeping a note of what you're eating before you make any changes can really, really help. If you're noting what you're eating, and you are also logging how you're feeling on a certain day, you can begin to see patterns with what's actually helping you and with what's not helping you. And once you've got that knowledge, that knowledge is the key to you making change and that change being long lasting If you believe That eating a Mars bar at eight o'clock in the evening is actually going to make you feel horrendous the next morning or give you a headache. If you believe that to be true, you're much less likely to eat that Mars bar. So, knowledge is key when it comes to nutrition. Find out if you've got allergies, um, find out what gives you more energy, what gives you sustained energy, and eat more of that to keep you healthy. The next one, of course, so we've had sleep hygiene, we've had hydration, we've had nutrition. The next one is exercise. We need to move our bodies. Our bodies are designed to move. And if you don't use it, you will lose it. You have to move your body. Your exercise might be a stroll in the park. It might be a hit workout. Um, from yoga to swimming, whatever it is, what works best for you is what's best. As long as you are moving your body, your body needs to move. And a great Mel Robbins, um, uh, what would I call it, I suppose it's an area of development here is not zeroing out. So if you have planned to do some exercise, and you don't actually go for that walk, don't zero out and take a step into the garden. Just do that because that will fulfill that habitual nature that you need to create in order to start an exercise regime. So exercise, really, really important because your body is designed to move. And then the last one is a bit of an all encompassing one. And I've named it energy. Energy is so critical to absolutely everything that you do in your life. Every task that you complete, every conversation that you have, every decision that you make comes from the energy that you are feeling in that given moment. If you're not aware of what that energy is, what those emotions are that are going on inside of your body, and you're taking actions and you're completing tasks in a bit of a a daze, a bit numb to how you're feeling, you aren't going to be optimally making those decisions or doing those tasks. So part of you creating energy and emotions that help you, as a woman in particular, are understanding your monthly cycle. So, so important. Um, There are times in your cycle where you Don't want to be in front of a camera where you don't want to be talking about the importance of empowerment. There are days in your cycle where that is absolutely all you wanna do. Know what your cycle is and capitalize on that energy that you get when you're feeling super good. A great book for this is Period Power by Maisie Hill. A great read, I really highly recommend it. We read that in my membership and absolutely everybody loved it. We're all tracking our cycles. We're all tracking our emotions. And it's been a fantastic formative part of our journey as well. Energy as well is is um, something that is um, impacted by community so the people that you're hanging around with your environment the place that you're sat right now is having an impact on your energy and like I say if you're numb to those things if you're not looking at how those things are impacting you your circle of influence the relationships that you're in the attitude that you have towards your children for example if you're not aware of that your energy is just being bended and flexed in a way that you are not in control. To gain clarity and control, you can simply ask yourself by taking a deep breath, what emotion is it that I'm feeling right now? And you will be going at your activities with that emotion. If an answer doesn't come up, you sit with it for longer. What emotion am I feeling right now? And when you have that answer, You can decide if you want to keep that emotion or if you need to do something to change that emotion more on that in later episodes. So those are the foundations, those are what I work on, sleep hygiene, hydration, nutrition, exercise and energy. And I've created a 12-week self-coaching handbook that you can access from my website or on my link in bio, where you can really get down to the bare bones of what's going on with these foundations before you attempt to thrive. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I'm loving this mini mindset series and I'll be back next week with another excellently juicy and helpful topic to help you on your self-coaching journey.